wherever you listen throughout the world. It's football time in Tennessee. He throws into the end zone. He caught it. It's caught. It's caught by Isaiah Bond. Touchdown, Alabama. I can feel it calm in the air tonight. Going to be fielded by Lorenzo Neal at the 25. Yeah, Pitches it back to Wycheck. He throws it across the field to Dyson. He's got something. 30, He's 40, got something. 50, He's got it. 40, He's got 40, it. 20, 10, He's got it. End zone. Touchdown, Titans. There are no flags on the field. It's a miracle. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour with your host, Drake Colley. And welcome in. Thank you. For joining us this afternoon, it is Friday, December, I'm sorry, January 5th. There's your first mess up. There it is, 2024, not 2023, but we certainly appreciate you all tuning in to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am your host, Drake, joined in the studio by Big Lou Maddox running the boards. We got a lot to get to today, so we might as well start off tonight, uh, excuse me, tomorrow, uh, no, it's not. Let's go back. Let's start. Let's go with tonight. Okay. Tonight we've got the Murray County Public School game, high school game of the week, and we're into basketball season. Football is in the rearview mirror, and we will be at Wayne Walters Gymnasium in Santa Fe, Tennessee, tonight, broadcasting the girls and the boys game beginning at five thirty with our little pregame show before. Tip off the girls' game at six, and who are they playing tonight? Big Lou. Uh, I want to say Kalioka. Uh, you know, it, it's been it's been that's a busy our day. bad. We, we got to get debriefed. Well, on we'll that be there. The we'll if figure you, it out. We'll, if you we'll guys you know. can't make it to the to Wayne Walters Gymnasium in Santa Fe tonight for the games, tune in to one hundred one point seven right here on this station, and Big Lou and I will have the play by play, and. Uh, Look look forward to the boys' game because they've got the sensational junior. Alden Slaughter. Yeah, Alden Slaughter. Averaging 33 a game God, right he's now. He's averaging 33 points a game. Tonight he's getting – He's got to be up for Mr. Ba- – he's got to be uh, – he's going to have to be one of Mr. Basketball's finalists this year, I would think. He's a junior. For single A. Anyway. He's, a he's a junior. He's getting honored with his 2,000 career high school points ball tonight. Tonight, as a junior, 2,000 oh, points. The people from Santa Fe will be packed in there. Oh yeah, a cat burger a could game. make a cat burger could really make away with the loot tonight in Santa Fe. Not, and the plan is, you should also be able to to see the game live streamed on Facebook and on our website tonight, wkomradio.com. Okay, so. If you want to see a video of the game too? While you you're see listening a video, to us, if you can't make it down, see a video and listen to us on the uh, radio. Tune in. Hopefully, Chris Pointer joins us too. There you go. Okay, uh, how about those Vols, baby? Number five Vols. Whoop whoop. We'll be playing Ole Miss tomorrow at around five o'clock Central Time is the tip off, and they will be broadcast. Live on 103.7, the sister station to 101.7, 103.7. 
number five Vols against the number 22 Ole Miss Rebels. And that really, for the weekend, besides besides tonight's game, there's a, there's a game between Illinois, number nine Illinois, and, and number one Purdue uh, at Purdue tonight. That's a top 25 matchup. And the Vols and Ole Miss is another top 25 matchup. And there's not another one this weekend. So the two best games – one of the one of the one of the two best games of the weekend is the Vols against number twenty two Ole Miss tomorrow night at five o'clock right here on one hundred three point seven. Tune in, listen it, to the Vols. It is Kalioka tonight. At, okay, at Santa it Fe. is Kalioka at Santa Fe tonight. So I tune into that be, rather than Illinois. Yeah. Should be a terrific ball game. Now, uh, Alabama will be playing basketball, and it will be broadcast on one hundred one point seven, the station you're listening to right now. WKOM as eight and five tied visit the five and eight Vanderbilt Commodores on West End in Memorial Gymnasium at two thirty tomorrow. So here you go. Other SEC action is Mississippi State at South Carolina. All these games are tomorrow. Number six Kentucky at Florida. Georgia at Missouri. Number twenty five Auburn at Arkansas. LSU at Texas A and uh, Like I said tonight. Number nine, Illinois, at number one, Purdue. Uh, and that's really, you know, that that's really about it. And one other, one other top 25 matchup, I'm sorry, for Saturday is number eight, North Carolina, at number 16, Clemson. Okay? Uh, our Predators lost last night, kind of in a bad fashion. Yeah, not, they, not a good show. They gave up four goals in the first period to the Calgary Flames. Calgary never looked back as a final score of, of – Six to three. Um, they gave up four in the first, one in the second, and one in the third, uh, and just you know never could make any headway with the Calgary Flames. Was that was that Askarov in there? We were bragging on him I, yesterday. You know, I, I didn't look to see who was goaltending last night, and we were bragging on I that. Hope we didn't jinx young him. Russian goaltender, and we might have. We might have done that. That's the way it normally happens. So, and after two consecutive wins against the Washington Capitals. And the Chicago Blackhawks, um, the Predators went down last night. However, they are still in sole possession of fourth place in the Central Division of the Western Conference. So that's a good thing, and they're playing pretty good hockey. Um, So we'll see what happens. And speaking of the NHL, uh, yesterday the all-star selection for the NHL All-Star Game that's going to be played this year in Toronto, Canada. Man, they love their – you know what? They're down with some hockey. They like that hockey I, I mean, they're down with some – you know, they're down with some poutine. You know, boot, uh, poutine. You know what poutine, poutine is, do you? I, I believe it's poutine. No. I think, yeah, I've heard it's, the word. I don't know what it it's is. Like, it's like – tell you what it's like. It's like steak fries. You do know the difference between a yeah. steak fry yeah. and a just regular French fry. It's like our version of steak fries – with a brown gravy poured on top, okay. and then they take what they call cheese curds, which is kind of like a like fried cheese. Well, yeah, kind but of. it's kind of like a drier cottage cheese, if that makes sense. Yeah. It's not as kind of creamy liquidy. and wa- yeah. liquidy. Yeah. It's a drier version of cottage cheese, and they put that on top, and they eat the fire out of that stuff up there. Susan and I were in Toronto, and we we had to try it one night at this bar that we were at. Was it all right? No. It no. was not all right. That's what but I would anyway, guess, But Hey, teach their own. Gave it the benefit of eat, the doubt. Eat all you want. And that's where the All-Star is going to be. Is game, the NHL All-Star game this year, February 1st at, 
excuse me, second and third uh, in Toronto, Canada. And I'll tell you what, the Chicago Blackhawks, who the Predators just beat, like this three past to, Three to nothing, pretty handily. Yeah, this past weekend. They have a rookie sensation phenomenon. Phenomenon. Uh, his name is Connor Bedard, and he's from, I think, Vancouver, Canada. He's 18 years old. He is, and he's been selected to the NHL all as an NHL All Star, and he set an NHL record for being the youngest NHL All Star select or All Star selection ever in the history of the NHL. Now he should still be in high school. He's 18 years old and 100, 171 days. 18 years and 171 days old. That makes him the youngest. And get this, he leads the Chicago Blackhawks, who have a long storied history of a terrific NHL team and have been kind of a a boil on the backside of the Predators when it comes to playoff time. Yeah. But Bedard, Connor Bedard, leads the Chicago Blackhawks in goals and assists. So total points overall. I mean, he's a badass. Crazy. And I'm telling you, and he was rookie, NHL rookie of the month for this past November and December. I don't see why he shouldn't get it every month. I mean, yeah. Who else is – I haven't heard any other rookies that are, you know – I don't know any other rookies' names except Connor Bernard. So, you know, why Connor, would anybody else Connor get Connor Bedard. Yeah. And he is – he's he's what you call bad to the bone. I you believe know, when, it. when – George Thurgood wrote that song. He had a guy like Connor Bedard in mind because this cat is bad. He's young. And, you know, I tell you what, the next time Chicago comes to Bridgestone Arena, let's go up there and watch We ought to go see him. We ought to go see him because he might be even Wayne Gretzky. That's who he reminds me of. He Wayne Gretzky has even said the kid has greatness, is bound for greatness. And, you know, yeah. if, if the GOAT, Wayne Gretzky, the greatest of all time, says it. It must be so. I'm going like, to take. I mean, he's like the NFL or the NHL's Kobe. I'm going to take 99's word for it. Yeah, me too. And why wouldn't you? Yeah, right. So, anyway, um, we're getting towards the end of the first segment. How many more? We got about four minutes to go. So I'll tell you what. We're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about this um, this weekend. The Jacksonville Jaguars at nine and seven. And desperate of a win to win the AFC South. If they beat the Titans in Nashville this weekend, they're a three and a half point favorite. And they come to Nissan Stadium to play the Titans, who are currently five and eleven. And they kick the ball off Sunday at noon, twelve o'clock. You know, the is this gonna be it? For number twenty-two, I hope not. Is Derrick Henry? I mean, is Derrick Henry gone? Is this is this the end of an era, the Derrick Henry era? You know, in in a way, I'm sad about it, and in a way, I'm kind of happy for Derrick. And I'll tell yeah. you, I tell you why I'm I'm kind of torn between the two. I'm sad to see Derrick Henry go. He's been a tremendous asset to the Titans organization. He's been a just a player, class act too. He hasn't complained. You've never heard him complain, never heard him get in any type of trouble, cause any type of problems, do any type of holding out, you know, none of that stuff. 
Derrick Henry has been a team player, grew up in Uly, Florida, would love nothing more than to kick the Jaguars' ass on Sunday. I promise you. But I also, on the other hand, I want Derrick to play for somebody that wants to win. That's true. And, you know, I know, I know people, right people are saying, well, Drake, you know, that Mike Vrabel wants to I understand Mike Vrabel wants to win. But, you know, everybody in a, in a football-type organization, and you'll, you can talk to head coaches from high schools, colleges, wherever, any type of team football type of situation, one person cannot do it all. Mm-mm. Derrick Henry cannot do it by himself. Mike Vrabel can't do it by himself. You have to have the pieces in line inserted to the right spots in order for the whole organization to be a winning organization. And the Titans and the Adams family haven't done that. They have not done that. Haven't put themselves in a position and to And you can call us team. at 931 626 3131 and explain to us, explain to me how they've done that. I want to know. I want our listeners out there to call this station, leave a voicemail, and tell Drake, tell me, tell Big Lou, tell the whole world, because we'll listen to it, how the Adams family has made it their sole effort to put a winning product on the field 20 years removed from the Titans going to the Super Bowl and playing the greatest team on turf and losing to the Los Angeles Rams after basically Steve McNair carried them on their back in the second half of that ball game. Quite literally. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake. We'll be right back. This is Coach Traders Golf from Columbia Central High School Football. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or parksmotorsales.com. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 
Hi, this is Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. Here is what some of our customers are saying about us. Great people, the place to shop for fair prices and great craftsmanship, beautiful vintage and custom jewelry. Thank you, Beth. That is our goal. Stop by and see for yourself. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia, owned and operated by Rick, custom designer and Carrie registered gemologist, assuring you the best jewelry value and expert services. Hi, Jimmy here for Columbia Ace Hardware. Columbia Ace Hardware now carries Magnolia Home by Joanna Gaines Paint. Now their premium quality and huge selection of colors will be right in your neighborhood. Along with the award-winning service and advice, Columbia Ace has always provided for your paint projects. Around the block, what you need in stock, with people who know their paint. Columbia Ace, the helpful place. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled. But then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE Prime Tech, Bandit, and Surex dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. Debbie Matthews grew up and lives in beautiful Columbia, Tennessee. As a realtor, she is well-versed in homes, neighborhoods, development, and schools. She wants to share her love of her home state with others to help them find just the right place to raise a family, open a business, or develop a dream. From luxury listings to land, she can handle it all. She is the current leading producer, Nashville Realty Group. Contact Debbie Matthews Realtor at 615-476-3224. That's 615-476-3224. This is Trip Stoltz with Columbia Ace Hardware. I love listening to 101.7 WKOM-FM, Columbia, Tennessee.
And welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined in the studio by Big Lou Maddox. And thank you for joining us. As it is Friday, and we're going into the last weekend regular season of the NFL. It's a brand new day. Absolutely. With Black Monday coming on this coming Monday, where they send out pink slips to coaches and other administrative people. And, uh, you know, I expect to see one or two pink slips go out with the Titans. Now, you can one only thing hope. we were talking about – I'm sorry? You can only hope. Yeah. Uh, and I was, you know, looking at the last play of the Alabama-Michigan game in overtime, the three-yard run up the middle by Jalen Milrow. I was wondering – if the offensive coordinator for the Titans was not up in the box for calling plays for the Alabama Crimson Tide, one of the most predictable plays I think I've ever seen. Uh, you know, surely teams get in situations, a two-point conversion if they have to have it or whatever the deal is. You practice, you have some sort of special play rather than just a quarterback draw up the middle. And you definitely think it would be a little more creative after two timeouts. And a TV timeout as well. Yeah. And then you run it up the middle well, on, a, on a draw. I didn't like it. And, uh, you know, you guys can chime in. Is this going to be it for – is this Derrick Henry swan song? Is this the last game playing against his hometown Jaguars, who he is annihilate has a history of, an, <clears throat> of annihilating? Is this it? There's been a, there's been a lot of, uh, you know, press conference bites coming out of Titans practice asking <clears throat> Derrick Henry if – you know what his favorite moments were from his time in Tennessee, and um, they he won't answer it. He just won't answer the question. Okay. And, they, and, they, and they, you know, previously he said, "Ask me later," and they asked him again yesterday. They said, "Ask me after Sunday." So I, I'm just I just only, feel like there's a big big time game coming out of him. The only thing Derrick Henry can guarantee on his future is how he prepares, the way he gets himself in shape, the way he works in the off season, and I guarantee you if. If a lot more NFL players had the work ethic and the dedication to keeping their body in shape and strong, even during the offseason, there'd be a lot less injuries within the NFL. Now, it's probably when he does the most work. Derek did make one declaration, though, standing Wednesday in a corner of a locker of the locker room there at Titans practice facility. Uh, quote, I'm coming back for a reckoning in 2024, is what Derek said. Someone in the elf, in the NFL will pay him. I mean, it's not probably oh, not going to yeah. be the Titans. The Titans are only certain for one more game with Derek Henry, and then he'll be a free agent. You know, hopefully they can hopefully beating, they can get it done. Look, they beating, got the money. Beating the Jackson Jacksonville Jaguars Jaguars won't stop this season from being the worst Titans season of the eight that he has spent as a Titan, no doubt. Sitting two years basically on the bench, and then getting his shot, I think in two thousand and eighteen, yep. in, in the second half of the season. 
It would be a satisfying way for the 5'11 Titans and their fans to say farewell to Derrick Henry this Sunday at Nissan Stadium. If this is it, no one will know for sure if it is by the time Henry trots off the field Sunday. What Titans fans in the city of Nashville do know is that Henry has been one of the most beloved and electrifying performers in the history of Titans football. History of the NFL. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's a slight if you don't say he's not one of the most electrifying and, and is best. Is he the top? In, is, is, he, is, he, is he a bigger Titan than McNair and George in your opinion? Without, you know, excuse me. I think just because McNair and, and Eddie George made it to a Super Bowl, that puts their careers a tiny bit higher than Derek's. But, I mean, we still made it to an AFC championship with Derek Henry, and I think his prime and what he's done consistently over the past six, seven years, we'll never see again, ever. He's, so top, I'm, he's I'm, a top five running back of all time in, in, in the six years that just, he's been elite. Top yeah. five running back of all time in the league. Okay. And I, I'm not arguing that, that that point at all. I'm going to give you some career highlights and awards. If you guys will just bear with me a second. This is all Derrick Henry. NF, 2020 NFL Offensive Player of the Year. 2020 First Team All-Pro NFL. Two-time Second Team All-Pro. Four-time Pro Bowler. Two-time NFL Rushing Yards Leader. Two-time NFL rushing touchdown leader. College football national playoff national champion in 2015. Heisman Trophy winner 2015. Maxwell Award. Doak Walker Award. Walter Camp Award. Unanimous All-American. SEC Offensive Player of the Year in 2015. First team All-SEC same year. NFL record, you ask me? 99-yard rushing touchdown, tied only with Tony Dorsett. 99-yard, I'll repeat that, 99-yard rushing record touchdown in the NFL, tied with only Tony Dorsett. Most career games with 200-plus rushing yards. He had six of them, and that's tied with Adrian Peterson and O.J. Simpson. Well, that's not bad company. It's pretty good company. In the, Man, you in, know in the football what? world. Maybe not in the outside world. but I swear a, a tear is almost coming to my eye thinking about Derrick Henry walking off that field Sunday afternoon for the, for the last time <clears throat> as a Titan. It's going to be special. And I, and I hope it's not the last time, but it, it very well could well, be. And, and, and you also I mean, got to add to that list, uh, you know, tight, about to, I don't know if he's passed Eddie George for career yards as a franchise running back. Right. But I know he's passed in touchdowns. He just eclipsed 100 total passing, rushing, and receiving. Well, I'll tell you what, you know. With his throw to, to Nobody joke. has, after this season, nobody will have more cap space than the Titans. When, they, when, when Henry is a free agent, Tannehill's a free agent. But the problem is nobody is more of a train wreck on the, on the, on the football field in the NFL than the Titans. Maybe Carolina. But, you know, the thing about the Titans is they have so many needs in so many places to become a competitive football team again that they've got to spread the money out. They can't they can't just pick superstars 
and plug them in yeah. anymore. They can't do that. They don't have that luxury. They don't have role players. So, but they've got a lot of money under the cap, and they Amy Adams Strunk needs to figure out and hire somebody that can hire somebody that can win ball games. Because I'm telling you right now, we moving forward, we're not going to get it done in the offensive department with Tim Kelly as the offensive coordinator. I'm sorry. And Black Monday, Tim, you know, did you see what Will Levis bought all his all his linemen for Christmas gifts? Suitcases. And I don't think he, I, I I don't think I don't think it was a joke. I I just think he thought a nice nice thing to get them. They're in the off season. They're going to be traveling with their families somewhere, taking a vacation when the season's over, which will be probably next, very soon. Which will be around three thirty Sunday. And they can pack their bags, but Will Levis just subliminally, subliminally, not thinking about it. Yeah, he obviously didn't realize all his offensive linemen suitcases. He obviously didn't realize how hilarious that is. Hopefully, it's pretty damn hilarious. Yeah, absolutely, it is. So, um, now has the NFL? Invented their a new bye week. You know they, 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 the NFL and the owners back in twenty twenty one were clamoring for week eighteen, week eighteen to come, right? Game Seventeen games, right? Yes. Well, the players obviously didn't want it. The season's too long, extra game. Man, the owners definitely want it. More money, more television revenue. So the owners always get what they want. So we go to week eighteen, but now. Week 18, we've got possible two MVP candidates like Lamar Jackson and Brock Purdy, quarterback for the 49ers, that will not be playing on Sunday. I mean, why, why would you? Why would you? The Baltimore Baltimore Orioles, the Baltimore Ravens, don't have don't have, they, they, there's no reason for them to beat Pittsburgh. Locked up at one. And so they're gonna, they're going to the give their starters this weekend off. They get next weekend off. Yeah, and then and then they get a playoff game. So they you know so so have the have the owners created their own bye week My thing, in week eighteen by doing this. Even though even though now don't get me wrong, thirteen of the sixteen games in some form or fashion have playoff implications or, or can affect who makes the playoffs, where teams are seated. Don't get me wrong. 13 out of 16, and that's pretty good for week 18. But uh, the Kansas City Chiefs are already already getting ready to, to sit there. The, the upper-tier teams in the league, the 49ers, the Chiefs, the Ravens, they're sitting players. Uh, and the thing about it is – if you're one of those teams that you need need them to win in order for you to make it in, you're pretty much screwed. It seems like it seems like you got to earn it one of two ways. You know, it's like it's like that's that's implemented in there, and they probably knew that people were going to be sitting in week 18. You've either got to be locked into your spot, played really well all season, and you have nothing else to play for. So why would you? Right, get, I, risk it. I understand it. I or mean, you're terrible, and you want to focus on next season, like the Titans are, and haven't played Jeffrey Simmons. In well, and four you know, weeks. a lot of the terrible teams, like the Titans, a lot of these Titans players are going to be playing for their job. Well, yeah, that too. By moving forward, 
And hey, if you're one of these sure offensive, they're trying to play spoiler. You know, you know, Mike Vrabel is not going to be trying to you know if we fluke this thing. And and you know the Titans moving forward, the the best scenario for the Titans is to lose against the Jags Sunday. They more than likely if they lose, they're going to move up in their draft picks. They're they're, they're going to pick anywhere from four to eight, and depending on how teams in that in that realm from four to eight do this weekend, including the Titans, and I'm talking about losing. By losing, you move up in a draft pick. And by winning, you move down. So the teams ahead of them, if they win that will move, and the Titans lose, that will move the Titans up. So if you want a better draft pick, then you're going to hope that Malik Willis will start instead of Ryan Tannehill. But Vrabel's already said he's going with Tannehill. And Trevor Lawrence. And start. you hope that Trevor Lawrence is going to start instead of the pride of Battleground Academy, C.J. Beathard. Yeah, me personally, I don't, I don't, I don't like the the tanking thing, but and I know it would give us a better spot in the draft. But I mean, there's still there's still a lot of other ways that the Titans can move up too, right? With the the Chargers beat the Chiefs, then that moves the Titans. Yeah, up, I, I mean, believe. I mean, there's, there's different, different possibilities, there's different scenarios. But the pro, the thing is, Titans lose, they get a better draft pick. That's the bottom line. Yeah. So. And, and if they'll you, probably try and, you'd and rather still sit, lose anyway. And if you're, if you're in that mindset, get ready for next year, screw this year, then I tell you what, you'd rather see Easter Island, I mean, Trevor Lawrence trot out there on the field. Something's telling me you're, you're and, but, doing and that I'll on tell you what, And I'll tell you what, the, the Jags, they win, they win the AFC South. They plan on winning this game. I say Trevor Lawrence is going to start no matter what, and they're probably going to beat the hell out of the Titans. I would not bet on it, but you know what? I expect the Titans to to put up a fight. I don't expect I don't expect the Vrabel team to roll over and play dead. I I expect them to play as hard as they can play. But you know what? The Jacksonville Jaguars overall are a much better team than the than they're the, trying they're, than, the, the, than the Tennessee Titans. The Titans are, right are trying to play spoiler for for what the Jags did to them last year, booting them out of the playoffs in Jacksonville. I agree. So we'll see. Okay. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. Thank you for joining us. We're going to make a little money. We'll be right back. Get ready for a shopping experience like no other at Old School Vapor. We carry a huge selection of disposables from Cato Bar, Viho, Raz, Lost Mary and Breeze. We've got it all. Enjoy a whopping 35% off your entire e-liquid purchase, 20% off everything else. Plus, discover the largest legal cannabis selection in the state. Along with a variety of Kratom, Kava, and Glass products, check us out at OldSchoolVapor.com. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. Celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. 
I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hubs for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I want to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. The generations that have paved the way for us deserve respect, integrity, and compassion. This is Kelly Dobson, owner of Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. My grandmother and mother started this business in 2005, and I was honored to take over in 2012. Licensed and insured, we help our aging community stay in the comfort of their own homes. Online at caringheartshomehealthcarellc.com, by phone 931-381-5470, or in person at 1121 Trawood Avenue here in Columbia. That's Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. This is Trey Adcock with Dixie Equipment Sales and Rental. We sell ASV and Wacker Noisen equipment. We also rent a wide variety of compact equipment in the Middle Tennessee area. Come see us. We are located in Columbia, Tennessee at 200 East 16th Street. You can call us at 615-969-0118 or visit our website at www.dixiediesel.com. We have been in business for over 42 years, and we would love to help you turn your project into reality. 
This is Coach Devin Simler from Columbia Central Baseball. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined in the studio by Big Lou Maddox. And uh, we are in the last weekend of the 2023 season for the Tennessee Titans and possibly Derrick Henry's last game in Titans blue, light blue, dark blue, blue, gray. Two-tone. Two-tone blue? Two-tone blue. I got you. Um, This is the, as of right now, this is the Yahoo Sports 2024 NFL Draft top 10 overall prospects with a heavy emphasis on on the offense as uh, coming in. And and keep in mind the Titans are probably going to pick, depending on how these games shake out this weekend, somewhere between the seventh pick and the fourth pick. So I think probably four, five, six, or seventh pick is probably where they're going to end up. So the number 10, we're going to go from 10th down to the first. Jerzon Newton, a defensive lineman from Illinois, is number 10. J.C. Latham, big offensive tackle from Alabama. Tremendous. And believe me, when you hear these offensive tackles mentioned in this list, I mean, you know, the Titans could use every one of them and then some. Yep. Malik Neighbors, tremendous wide receiver out of LSU, is at number eight. Amarius Mims is offensive tackle from Georgia. Caleb Williams, Heisman Trophy winner from last year, uh, quarterback for USC, is listed at number six. Very interesting. You think he'll get some stock in the team that he has? Uh, I don't know. I doubt it. Drake May. No relation. We are no relation. Quarterback for North Carolina is at number five. Brock Bowers, tremendous tight end out of Napa Valley, California. I bet he, I bet he knows a couple of good good wines to recommend from. Yeah, you know, being from Napa, it's wine country. You know, uh, number three is Joe Alt, A L T. He's an offensive tackle from Notre Dame. Olu Fashanu, Fashanu. Offensive tackle from Penn State is at number two. And the number one overall draft prospect, NFL draft prospect for the upcoming draft is Marvin Harrison, Maserati Marvin Harrison Jr., wide receiver out of Ohio State. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting because you know, Chicago has the number one pick. That's locked in with the uh trade that they made with, with Carolina last year. Um so Carolina could get Bryce Young. But, you know, there's been a lot of speculation on if, if they want Justin Fields back at, you know, quarterback one this last year of his rookie deal. Um, but, it's you know, it's it's going to be crazy. You know, it might could be a wide receiver to help Justin Fields or they could <laughs> draft somebody to replace Justin Fields. Nobody knows. There you go. I think it's going to be Justin Fields that stays. He stays around. And the uh, NFL draft will be in Las Vegas this year from what I understand. Same as the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, so Mark, a lot of Mark Davis building that. 
Allegiant Stadium is uh, is paying off in in big ways. I mean, uh, and you know, let's 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 just admit it. The NFL's now with sports gambling the way it is. NFL is in the sweet spot right there in Las Vegas. Oh yeah, you know, a lot of bets placed. And I expect that's probably where the Oakland A's are going to go. I guess. Surely, I think they're headed. They're headed to Las Vegas also. Okay, um, let's see some other NFL news. David, excuse me, David, twenty-eight-year-old Dalvin Cook was waived by the Jets last week. Has now signed with the Baltimore Ravens. He will not play this Sunday, but will be ready for the playoffs in a couple of weeks. Um, and, you know, the, Ra- the the Ravens, they've got Justice Hill in the backfield. They've got Gus Edwards. Of course, they lost J.K. Dobbins. But Edwards, in, in my opinion, Edwards and Hill are not pass-catching backs like Dalvin Cook was when he played for Minnesota. Right. And, you know, Dalvin Cook seems like he's been in the league for 20 years. He's 28 years old. Yeah, somebody, somebody. He's an older brother of James Cook that yeah. runs for uh, the Buffalo Bills. Somebody posted a, a highlight and said, "This is what the Ravens got from a from a Florida State game, you and know, back in the he day." He just you could not bring him down. And some somebody commented that Barack Obama was in office, so and, you know, <laughs> stating that he had lost his I mean, lost his edge. But I think it's a good fit. I think he'll catch. You know, I think he'll catch a couple of balls in the I playoffs can, for, you some, know, for for some uh, and I'll key tell you plays. What, I, I've got this kind of this seventh sense that I can envision players' names on the backs of certain jerseys, and it and it fits. And I can see it fits. I can see, I can see Cook D Cook on the back of one of those purple Raven jerseys, and him just running his rear end off for the Ravens, especially with some guy like Mar, uh, Lamar Jackson at the helm, MVP. It, I mean, could just, be, it could be the Ravens' it. years. Lamar, Lamar rolls out. They think he's going to run. Everybody bites on it. Then there's Dalvin Cook right in the flat. And, you know, Nobody on him. We've seen the kink in the armor as far as San Francisco goes and Philadelphia. It looks as though like the NF, NFC was going to dominate for years down the road, right? I mean, after you've, no, after, you've looked, open. after you've looked at them. Now you look at Philadelphia and San Francisco and you kind of scratch your head and go, ah. I mean, Philadelphia just got beat by Arizona. Last weekend, which was shocking. There you go. And the Ravens went out there and throttled San Francisco. San Francisco. Yeah. Wasn't even close. Picked off Purdy four times. That there you really go. Took him out of the MVP race. So uh, the Braves have locked down Chris Salee for all you Brave fans out there. The two year, $38 million contract with an option in 2026 for another $18 million. The 34 year old Salee has had a few health issues within the last couple of years. Uh, but when he is healthy, he is one of the most dominant pitchers in Major League Baseball. So that's something in the offseason for Braves fans to be excited about. Um, and so let's let's talk about this Michigan game. Let's talk about the college football playoff in general. Uh, is this an end of an era that 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 people be are glad are gone? Just the four team. I'm glad college playoff. You know how exciting it's going to be next year. Eleven well, playoff you're gonna have, games. You're going to have eleven playoff games next year that well, are going to in a championship, right? Yeah. That are going to that are going to mean something. That are going to actually have some meaning. There's not going to be the Georgia, Florida states of the world, not That'll the Orange it. Bowl. You know, I felt sorry for the people of Orange Bowl. I felt sorry for the fans that went down there to support their team. And the, and 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 the and what they got in return was embarrassing. So, 
uh, with this, you know, the the initial CFP started in 2014, so roughly 10 years ago. The most appearances in the CFP, Alabama, with eight, including six trips to the championship game and three titles. Next up is Clemson with six, Ohio State with five, and Oklahoma with four. Conference breakdowns to the CFP up to this point. SEC leads with 12 playoff appearances. The Big Ten has nine, ACC eight, Big 12 six, Pac-12 three, the AAC and Independent, which is the Independent, is Notre Dame, we figured out, and the AAC was Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Okay. Um, the most entertaining field was the very first one. The first playoff remains the model as Ohio State was forced to turn to the third-string quarterback, Cardell Jones. Remember that guy? Big, tall guy, could throw the ball. He was fantastic. Yeah. Until he got to the NFL and then but he was a bust. That's right. Never but the Buckeyes still pulled off an upset over Alabama in the semis. Then they won the title against game against Marcus Mariota and Heisman Oregon, winner. forty-two to twenty. Heisman winner Mariota, which had won the Rose Bowl with help from a Jameis Winston fumble. Right, the Heisman winner from twenty thirteen. Mariota won it in twenty. The least entertaining field. It's hard to compete for boring with nearly empty stadiums. Was in twenty twenty, uh, the pandemic year. The games weren't much better. Alabama. Pounded Notre Dame 31-14, Ohio State 49-28 over Clemson, and then Alabama routed Ohio State in the final 52-24. The biggest upset so far in the CFP was Ohio State over Alabama, uh, including an 85-yard TD run from Ezekiel Elliott that year, and TCU upset Michigan 51-45, and they were an eight-point underdog. Kind of scratches your head. They got word. They got word in 22 that Michigan was up to no good. Nefarious things Michigan's doing. Yep. And, you know, Jim Harbaugh wants to say that by them getting involved in this cheating scandal and this stealing signals, that it put his players at a disadvantage. Not, Not an advantage. It put Jim Harbaugh and Michigan's players at a disadvantage. And if anybody from Michigan wants to call this station, 931-626-3131, and explain to us what the hell Jim Harbaugh is talking about. J.J. McCarthy was just quoted saying, he said 80% of the teams in college football steal signs. The, I don't, well, I don't, it where it where does that matter. number come from? You got caught, and That's, now you're admitting it, but you're at a disadvantage. It's fine. You know, that's what I that's okay. If Michigan wins Monday night, put a put a big old asterisk. put a big old red asterisk next to it, Michigan, because it's going to ride with you the rest of your lives. And that is on you, your athletic department, your head coach, and your boosters, and Connor Stallion sitting up there in the Rose Bowl with a Rose Bowl lay around his neck. And if you're a Tennessee fan, and a rose in his mouth. And if you're a Tennessee, I'd like fan to put like something me, else in his mouth. You should also be upset about this. We're not just, you know, talking about Alabama here. They very well cost us a trip to the That's playoff right. last year. Remember the 63-38 to 38 beatdown you got from 24-point underdog South Carolina? Yeah, I wonder how that happened. How did that feel, Tennessee uh, Vol fans? How'd you like it? I wonder how that happened. The best overall team in the CFP so far has been the 2019 LSU Tigers, led by quarterback Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, and Justin Jefferson. All three of those guys on the same team. And Clyde Edwards-Alaire and, and Randy Moss's son, Thaddeus. This this LSU team holds title records 
for total offense at 521 yards, passing TDs, Burrow had five, and receiving yards, Jamar Chase had 221 receiving yards. Now That was in the championship game against Clemson? A program that we're surprised never made it. What about the USC Trojans? They had Caleb Williams, last year's Heisman Trophy candidate. They were picked to make the CFP this year. And they're way on the outside looking in. I don't, they didn't finish in the top 25. No. No. I don't understand it. The most iconic moment was the second and 26 in overtime of the 2017 championship game against Georgia. Alabama quarterback Tua Tagovailoa connected with Devontae Smith for a 41-yard game-winning TD and another Alabama title. And obviously the most valuable coach over the last 10 years in the CFP has to be Nick Saban. Love him or hate him, Saban led Alabama to four consecutive title games from 2015 to 2018 and hadn't gone three consecutive seasons without a title until this year. So pretty remarkable. Um, we're going to say bye-bye to the four-team CFP. I'm, hello, I couldn't 12, be, I couldn't hello be 12 team. I couldn't be happier. What about? I mean, what, what do you think about it? Are you – are you excited about this? I or? don't feel as I don't feel as though there <clears throat> I don't feel as though there are eight other teams that can, that can compete with the likes of Washington, Alabama, Michigan, or Texas this year. But that's the thing. in in they're a gonna, playoff situation. They're going to get a I shot. I think it's at more it. of an opportunity for those those teams in the second round because those these teams will get buys in the second round to possibly getting getting some of their star players hurt. So. That's the way it is. Okay, Michigan, Monday night, guys. Pre-game is going to start around 6 o'clock, 6.30. Michigan's a four-and-a-half-point favorite with a 56-over-under total. And they're going to, it's going to be played at NRG Stadium. That's where the Houston Texans play. Uh, props that I like uh, on FanDuel, each team to score a rushing and a passing touchdown in each half. That's 36-1. to Washington special teams, first TDs 40 to 1. Michigan special teams, first TDs 45 to 1. Washington running back, see, Dylan Johnson was injured on the final play of the game uh, against Texas. Offensive play, check to see if he's playing. And uh, Magic 8 Ball says take Michigan, though. Take Michigan minus the points. Take Pittsburgh against Baltimore Saturday afternoon. Take Indy plus the points against the Texans. Remember, winning in teams, the Jags, the Texans, the Colts, and the Bills in the AFC, winning in NFC, Tampa Bay, Green Bay. This has been the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour for Big Lou. I'm Drake. Have a great weekend. We're out.